MSP Marketing in Bite-Sized Bits. It's easier than you think with MKLink. To get more of MKLink's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org. Copywriting for MSPs, Part 8. So as a quick recap last time, I mentioned that repetition is the workhorse of marketing and that there's no reason at all why your sales copy can't restate the main points more than once throughout the copy in different ways if necessary. This is especially true of trying to ensure your target market reads your message in the first place, as I mentioned last time, which is why sending multiple emails and multiple follow-up letters and other collateral helps to increase your take-up rate. The fortune really is in the follow-up. Now, How much you should follow up is a cause of great debate and some people can get really uptight about it. And as I left off last time, controversy isn't always a bad thing when you're writing sales copy because if nothing else, it stirs up emotions and emotions are what makes people take action, such as buying your services. So as long as you're careful not to alienate your reader, remember what I said before about attaching your ideas to their beliefs rather than attacking their beliefs, then you can use controversy as a tool to help you sell. So you can write it in such a way that you're making controversy your ally, not your enemy. And I'll repeat this because it really is key. Use emotional words. I'm fully aware that in the IT and managed services industry, it can be a bit of a challenge because it can be seen as a bit droll. But as always, it's an opportunity because most people simply don't do it. They just focus on the stuff. Of course, controversy by its very nature means that some people will disagree with you and you could run the risk of alienating the wrong people. However, polarizing the right people can be very, very effective and it means that you bring the right people closer to you whilst at the same time distancing yourself from the people that you'd not want to sell to anyway. So one way to do this is to paint somebody as the bad guy where both you and your audience can collectively take a side against them and that creates a sense of unity and solidarity as well. And you can see this all the time. People selling Apple products are no stranger to this. Neither are politicians and other people. So depending on what side of the spectrum you are, you can be one side or the other, and it can really help. Obviously, if you sell Apple and you sell Microsoft products, then you'll have to choose something else. In the past, I've used stories about the tax man because everyone hates the tax man, unless, of course, you're married to a tax man or or a tax woman. So for you, you could make the bad guy the hackers or indeed whoever you want. The braver you are and the more controversial, the more polarized you'll get and a stronger reaction so handle with care and remember that controversy can stir up some very powerful emotions and to do that you'll need to use emotional words so to reiterate even in the relatively boring world of managed services you could and should use emotional words for the feelings that your benefits will bring to your users so if your antivirus service runs quietly in the background without slowing down people's machines appreciably and gives really good protection, then you need to stimulate your copy with the relevant words about the emotions that it evokes. And as a general reminder, your copy should address one or at least one of the following emotions. That's curiosity, trust, fear, happiness, sadness, surprise, desire or pride. So using the example above about antivirus software, you could describe how they'll be happy that their PC isn't always running extra slow when the AV is running. 
Of course, there's always the good old favourite, which is pushing the fear button to suggest that if they don't have your antivirus, then they'll suffer a catastrophe of some kind. But personally, I think that's being done a bit too much. And it'd be nice to see some other emotions being leveraged in people's marketing. Now, that takes imagination. Of course, thinking about the right emotion to hang your words and stories and sales copy onto can require a bit of imagination. And engaging your prospect's imagination is critical if you want to get proper traction with them. This is why when you describe your solution, you need to paint a picture of the future so that they have seen your desired outcome in their mind's eye and consequently they will be significantly more likely to buy from you. I've said it before and doubtless I'll say that again. They need to see that reality. And seeing that future, they can fill in the gaps in their own heads with benefits that you might not even have thought of. And as an aside, it's why it's so important to use images in your marketing that that show the solution as having been fully achieved. Before and after pictures work really well, but if you can only have one image in your marketing, then for goodness sake, make sure that you've got a picture of your desired outcome. So with regards to that AB software we were talking about that saves people time, you could try something like, imagine the benefits of saving an extra 10 minutes a day with a machine that never gets bogged down. That's almost an hour a week. What would you do with it? Or another instance, like if you left your laptop on a train somewhere, what would happen if the wrong people got into your work and your data? But you needn't worry because with our laptops and our service, all your data is backed up in the cloud. The laptop is guaranteed uncrackable and completely useless to anyone else. And all our laptops are insured and you'll be up and running the next day or even sooner. Can you imagine how you'll feel when you know that you're bulletproof like that instead of panicking all the time. Now as a quick tip here you can offer two realities that you control. So as seen in the last example you can make people imagine what they'll do with the benefit. You can also offer two realities which assumes that they'll choose one such as imagine when our software makes your accounts team get their invoicing and admin done in half the time. Will you hire less people or will you give them more time off? Now that example is almost like the classic sales fork where you ask if they'll take your product in green or blue because then they have the illusion of a choice. The main takeaway I'm trying to get here is that people need to imagine their future scenario as better and in as much detail as possible. Offering alternatives lets people focus on that. And here's a quick tip about putting statements posed as questions. So on that example about encouraging your prospects to use their imagination, it's important to remember that people will believe themselves far more readily than other people. So one very powerful way to make your copy instantly more believable is to post a statement as a question with the answer in the mind of the reader. So a quick example saying, wouldn't you agree that smoking is dangerous and it's a good idea to quit is far more persuasive than stop smoking is bad for you. And further to that, here's a quick note about presuppositions. So as an extension to that last point, one way to slip suggestions and ideas and commands under the critical thinking radar is to use two-part sentences and presuppose the bit that you need compliance for. And the reason it works is because the brain is busy with the first part of the sentence so that it automatically accepts the second part of the sentence. So using our early example, you could say, will your staff be worried about their job security given all the extra time they'll have on their hands? So in that case, your prospect's brain is thinking about HR and staffing concerns and and presupposing that the second part of the sentence is valid, otherwise it makes no sense, i.e. the second part of the sentence, 
what will they do with all the extra time they have on their hands? That one's just assumed as being correct. And for best effect, these presuppositions should be quickfire or stacked one after the other so that so that critical thinking doesn't get chance to scupper you. And once again, if you can, just listen to politicians who are masters of this stuff and they'll qualify what they're about to say with the words like clearly or obviously or evidently or undoubtedly and it helps them set up their presuppositions to give them more substance. So you can do it too. For example, clearly you'll have to reassure your staff given that they'll be having less work to do. How are you going to do that? Or something along those lines. Now that's enough sneaky tricks for this time. I want to get back to making the sales copy super desirable before looking at the call to action and how you can increase your response rate. And we'll continue with that next time. MSP Marketing in Bite Size Bits. It's easier than you think with MK Link. To get more of MK Link's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org.